Low back pain is extremely common. It affects millions of individuals each year, and hundreds of millions of dollars are spent on lost work and medical care. If you are suffering from back pain, where should you go? Here to talk with us about that is Dr. Nick Kolovos, Assistant Professor at Emory School of Medicine and Department of Emergency Medicine Interim Chief Quality Officer for the Physician Group Practices at Emory Healthcare. Another in the podcast series, Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Kolovos, thank you for your time. So almost everyone has at least one episode of back pain sometime in their life, a twinge here, a tweak there. But when is it time to see the doctor? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think one of the things that we look at from the physician point of view is that when we evaluate an individual with low back pain, we really look at several red flags. Those red flags help us identify or at least help us consider whether somebody has sustained a fracture or break in their back, uh, whether there's a potential cancer or tumor or infection of the spine. And the red flags that we typically are looking for are things like fever associated with the back pain. Have you had a recent trauma, fall, or a mechanism of injury from a motor vehicle accident that could be causing that? Are you developing numbness or tingling in one of your legs or arms? Uh, most people have experienced this when they've crossed their legs and their foot falls asleep. That foot falling asleep is because we're pinching a nerve. Well, if your legs aren't crossed and you're having those symptoms, that could be a pretty significant issue that we have to address. In addition, the loss of bowel or bladder function is extremely important and can indicate that we're having some neurological issues. Um, and any patient that has a history of cancer or may have a suppressed immune system, osteoporosis, or is on chronic steroids, we also have a substantial concern for what is the cause of their back pain. So is there ever a time then that someone should seek urgent care or the ER for back pain? I think that the, the principal thing that I, most people would want to look at is we've all experienced what we define in medicine as that mechanical back strain. You went out and you mowed the lawn, you did an exercise program that was new, you did some lifting at work, and you have just the achy soreness in the, in the back area. Those types of symptoms can often be managed at home or with your primary care physician, and they can also be taken care of at an urgent care center where further evaluation can be made. However, typically when pain in the back persists for more than six weeks, and most people's back pain will last for just under six weeks and goes away, uh, if it's lasting for longer than six weeks, um, that's usually the time to seek medical uh, help through either your primary care physician or the urgent care. If you have one of those red flags I mentioned in association with that back pain, that's probably the time to go to the emergency department because you need you may need and require some advanced imaging. Right. So you were just mentioning, you know, the normal back strain and pain from, you know, mowing the lawn or starting a new exercise program. But for some of those other symptoms you were mentioning and some other conditions like cancers or kidney conditions or even aneurysms, are the symptoms different? Are there certain things we should be looking out for? There are. Um, certainly, we look for things. If it's a kidney-type infection that's causing the pain, a patient may see some blood in their urine, a red discoloration to their urine. They may have their pain localized on one side of their back or the other. Patients uh, that are having back pain along with abdominal pain could be a serious condition, such as an abdominal aortic aneurysm. The challenge in medicine is, is that folks often present with variability in how, how these symptoms present. 
We'd like it if everybody read the book and presented exactly like it says in our, our textbooks, but they don't. And so when you have uh, the symptoms associated with back pain and you have those symptoms of fever, a recent trauma, numbness or tingling of an extremity, loss of feeling, uh, a foot drop potentially, or loss of bladder or bowel control, those are going to be indications that we need to take a more serious look. And the severity of the issue may be such that uh, the ER is the appropriate course of action to take. Okay, so as you're talking about this, I'm thinking that's all great information, and you already told us about seeking urgent care, but should or ER. So, but I feel like, how do we know? Should we go to what should it be? Urgent care, ER, or doctor? I feel like I don't know which one is which. What should we do? I think in most circumstances, when you develop your back pain, if it's something that's kind of associated with an activity that you may have recently performed, it certainly is probably going to be on that musculoskeletal category. If you've had a recent fall or trauma or something else, then it could be a fracture or break in the back. Typically, like I said, most back pain will resolve on its own. About 90% of back pain gets better within about six weeks, regardless of what we do. However, in making that decision between an urgent care and an emergency room, if you're having back pain, you're not having the fever, you're not having the numbness or other associated symptoms, going to your primary care or the urgent care center would be probably the most appropriate thing to do. Um, if you're having just intermittent symptoms, it's okay to go to your primary care and to the urgent care. However, if you start developing those other red flags that we mentioned, that would be the opportune time to seek assistance at the uh, ER. All right, got it. And you mentioned most back pain resolves itself after six weeks. So if six weeks go by and you still have that pain, is that when typically you would go to the doctor and, and generally then, is it physical therapy then for your back? It's a possibility that might be a recommendation, but your doctor will certainly want to investigate a little bit more to help rule out any serious underlying cause. And so that may be some additional studies, CAT scans, MRIs, uh, blood work, things of that nature. Any pain that's lasting longer than six weeks usually is a trigger point for us to look and see, well, why is it going on longer? And there could be anything from a herniated disc to, you know, some other malady that's on there that we need to address. And so anything longer than six weeks should certainly get you in to medical help with your primary care physician um, to see what's going on. Well, you've certainly helped us in understanding on whether to go to the ER, urgent care, or make an appointment with the doctor. Dr. Kolovos, what else should we know about back pain and where to go? It's a common symptom, and people often will experience at least one or more episodes throughout their life. The challenge is is, is trying to figure out the cause of it. And most patients, the, the cause is going to be mechanical in nature. Uh, they lifted something, they moved something, maybe started a new exercise program or some physical activity. The reality with it is, is we want to try to keep people on their feet, keep them moving. Don't go to bed rest. The days of bed rest are long since gone. That actually can worsen your back pain. However, if you have any symptoms associated with that back pain, such as sudden back pain with fever, trauma uh, that's been related to it, numbness or loss of feeling in an extremity, loss of control of bladder or bowel function, or any medical history of cancer or immune uh, system uh, suppression, osteoporosis, or you've been on chronic steroids, uh, those are going to be indicators that you need to get some attention immediately to be looked at to make sure that your provider can help rule out any serious underlying cause. 
And for some instant relief at home, Dr. Kolovos, is it a good idea to ice that area as soon as you can if you have that mechanical back strain that you were talking about? I think so. Decreasing the inflammation, if you suddenly get it, um, decreasing the inflammation by putting a cool, moist compress over that area, or if you find that warm, moist compresses work over that area, that may help as well. And so either of those two can be used. A lot of times we'll advise that if it's an initial injury, you want to kind of cool the area off a little bit, uh, decrease the inflammation, and the cool, moist compresses are the, are the way to go. Make sure there's a barrier between the source of cold and your skin because we don't want to cause any frostbite or injury to the skin itself. Likewise, warm, moist compresses uh, may work very well, have good penetration, and may help relax that area as well. And you said rest generally is not good, so just getting in bed and laying flat for a long period of time is probably not the best treatment method? It is not the best treatment method. In fact, we really want people to stay mobile. Now, I don't expect you to go out and play for one of the Georgia football teams, but I certainly want you to continue to remain active. Uh, mobility is important. Otherwise, we can get very stiff, very sore, and it can uh, further compromise or discomfort. Well, thanks again, Dr. Kolovos. And a doctor once told me, motion is lotion, so keep moving. Thank you so much for your time. And for more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash where to go. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash where to go. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.